Welcome and thank you for joining us on the fifth of our series, Great Fund Insights, Opportunities in Alternative Investments. I'm Kamar Jaffer, a counsel in Allen & Overy's Funds and Asset Management Practice in the Middle East. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Antoine Sarrier, my partner based in Paris, to spotlight opportunities in France. Antoine advises French and international financial institutions on the structuring, setting up and marketing of funds across asset classes. These include private equity, real estate, infrastructure, debt and hedge funds. In addition, he supports institutional investors on fund investments and secondary transactions. Antoine, thank you for joining. Thank you very much for inviting me on this podcast. It's great to have you. We're very keen to hear what you're seeing in the market in France. So to kick off, um, I would like to ask the question as to looking back at 2021, Antoine, is there any notable transaction that you'd like to highlight? Yes, we we advise in 2021 Air Liquide and Total Energies on the creation and structuring of the world's largest investment fund exclusively dedicated to the development of clean hydrogen infrastructure solutions. This initiative aims to accelerate growth of the hydrogen ecosystem by investing in large strategic projects and benefiting from the alliance between industrial and financial players. The hydrogen infrastructure fund will invest in the entire renewable and low carbon hydrogen value chain in the most promising regions of America, Asia and Europe. Total commitments to the fund have already reached 800 million euros out of a target of around 1.5 billion euros at signatures. The fund will be managed by HI24, a new joint venture equally owned by Argent, a world-leading private investment house, and 5T Hydrogen, a clean hydrogen-enabled investment platform. This is a huge achievement for us. Uh, we have assisted the two investors leading the fund in the structuring of a fund, selection of investment managers, Argen and 5T Hydrogen, as part of a tender procedures, drafting and negotiating the documentation with fund managers until the final closing. So this is a great achievement for us. And I mean, a transaction that is a symbol of what we want to develop in the future uh, for the fund structuring platform. What are the trends that you have been seeing since the onset of COVID-19 in the French fundraising environment? How have managers navigated the challenges of COVID-19? The pandemic has not slowed down fundraising in France. And despite the initial uncertainty in 2021, we have observed intense activity on both VLP and GP sides. We believe that managers overall have successfully navigated the challenges deriving from COVID-19. The numbers speak for themselves. A recent study regarding French private equity and infrastructures funds published by the MNP Professional Association, meaning France Invest, indicated that 19.4 billion was raised in the first semester of 2021. France Invest notices a strong increase in capital raising in the first half of 2021, plus 35% versus first semester 2020 in the context of economic recovery. In terms of trends, we observed that institutional investors invested massively in funds during the year, and funds managed by large manager reached record sizes. And in the pre-COVID-19 world, institutional investors' appetite uh, remained undiminished for alternative investments. What has been the impact of the pandemic in this regard? Um, what is the current state of play? 
As mentioned before, the pandemic has not diminished institutional investors' appetite for alternative investments. Quite the contrary. The current state of play is that the COVID-19 crisis has in fact favored investments by French and European public institutions as a vector of the economic recovery. These institutional investors have been contributing significant amounts in funds supporting in particular startups, unicorns, and more generally non-listed SMEs and mid-cap companies. For example, BPI France, which is the most powerful French public pension fund, has launched a fund dedicated to the tourism sector uh, named Fonds d'Avenir Soutien Tourisme, particularly affected by the pandemic. Another example is the Caisse des Dépôts, the oldest French public financial institution, and the French Insurance Federation representing the main insurance companies, which have also launched a fund in the sectors of research, infrastructure, logistics, and health services. For example, the name of the fund is Nov Dette Santé Non Coté. More impressively, the FFA and the French Banking Federation, the French Ministry of the Economy and Finance, have also set up a fund of participatory loans guaranteed by the French state amounting 11 billion euros. Finally, the main insurance companies have recently launched a fund issuing guaranteed bonds. The objective of these initiatives is to support and strengthen the financial situation of French SMEs and mid-cap companies. And what are the investment strategies and opportunities that institutional investors are focusing on in France and Europe? We first observed that certain sectors in France benefited from the COVID-19 crisis. good example is technology, e-commerce in particular, and more generally the digital sectors. They have represented 17% of the investment in French capital and infrastructure investment funds during the first semester of 2021. Real estates, renewables, and also healthcare, which represented 21% of the investments of the French Capital and Infrastructure Investment Fund during the first semester of 2021. Pretty impressive results. In addition, we have indeniably observed a major interest for ESG. This is a demand primarily from public institutional investors, but also from corporate and financial investors for whom ESG has become a major concern. They have all adopted an internal ESG policy that shall apply in any transaction. The recent adoption of a package of European legislation in this respect, in particular the SFDR and taxonomy regulations, along with the French gold plating, despite its complexity and the new challenges it brings for managers, may facilitate investments for ESG-conscious investors. We noticed that funds are becoming increasingly transparent with regard to the green and social impact of their investments. This trend also allows managers that have now been active in ESG for a number of years to perform well and to attract more and a wider variety of investors in funds with a strong environmental focus. This is particularly positive for the French market, where both many managers and investors have been at the forefront of ESG initiatives and display a proven track record in that respect. And taking a step back, um, what are your thoughts on the upcoming French election and the political environment generally? As the upcoming French elections are set up to take place during the month of April and May, it is difficult to assess at this point their possible impact on our activities. However, what we know for certain is that the impact should rather be minimal. Contrary to jurisdictions such as the US, where from one administration to another rules may be enforced quite differently, 
in France, our financial framework relies heavily on the European set of rules. So as long as the president supportive of Frexit is not elected, even the main extreme right candidates are not in favor of that, rules should remain quite the same. However, even if that were the case, we have seen with Brexit that exit process can be quite lengthy and does not immediately imply regulatory divergence. So we are pretty confident. And we're seeing heightened scrutiny of managers in the current environment. What are the areas that institutional investors are focusing on in their discussion with these managers? As mentioned, lately the main area of focus has undoubtedly been ESG. There has been for some time already a focus on the environmental aspects and it only gets more important. But we now also notice an increased emphasis on the social and governance aspects. Institutional investors are focused on good citizenship and governance, both at the fund level and at the portfolio company level. They want to see a commitment from fund managers that the fund and its portfolio companies are being run in accordance with best market practices with appropriate checks on fund manager discretion and in phases on fund managers' fiduciary duties to investors. There is also a distinct diversity and inclusion aspect to this. Investors are increasingly demanding to see more minority and female representation on investment committees and boards. Also in France, this last focus is not yet as pronounced as it is in the Anglo-Saxon countries such as the US and the UK. However, it should be noted that due to the current success of fundraising activities, the bargaining power is more favorable to the GPs. LPs requests during the negotiations are most often limited to standard side letters, clauses, for example, prohibited sectors, application of UNPRI, ESG standards, AML clauses. Only few investors have the power to really negotiate the fund's LPAs. And the market uncertainty has prompted creativity amongst managers. What are you seeing in terms of the models that are being used to attract investors' interest? We are definitely seeing both co-investments and separately managed accounts, as well as the use of equity bridge financing sometimes. Regarding co-investment arrangements, where we are growing in popularity pre-pandemic and where remain a key tool for managers to manage funds, exposure levels, while also attracting institutional investors who want that direct exposure. These structures are very attractive because they give institutional investors the opportunity to tailor investment strategy to their needs and to get personalized attention from fund managers. And in turn, fund managers are able to bring more assets under management. It is a win-win situation. This can be a particularly good strategy for fund managers below the top tier to adapt this strategy as they often may have more difficulties raising funds in COVID times. However, these co-investment arrangements represent a significant additional workload for the GP, which is not necessarily very profitable, as investors often negotiate it on a no-fee and or no-carry basis. We also note that managers are increasingly inclined to use equity bridge financing in order to manage their liquidity needs instead of the traditional subscription lines. However, the setup of financing lines 
is limited to large funds due to the cost generated by such arrangements. Below a certain size between 100 and 200 million euros, it's not worth it. This is also a question of transparency in terms of performance. More and more investors consider that the fund's performance will be artificially increased by a bridge financing. They often request for the gross and the net IRR performance, meaning without taking into account the bridge in their reporting, or at least the elements to calculate it if the investors have the necessary means. So you mentioned that there were a raft of changes that have been made regarding ESG, um, which are now being more widely adopted. Do you expect to see more emphasis on this? And are there any concerns on greenwashing? Um, yes. Uh, as mentioned before, ESG is now a major concern for French investors. Greenwashing is a key concern for the AMF, the French regulator, which published a doctrine in 2020 aimed at subjecting the ESG communication of French fund managers to the consideration of minimum ESG standards in investment decisions. The rationality of this doctrine is therefore different from that of the SFDR, the latter being based on the transparency of a manager's approach toward investors, notably through detailed reporting obligations. However, the IMF doctrine is only applicable to French funds open to retail investors and is particularly difficult to apply to the private equity sector. VMF should in principle adapt its doctrine on the SFDR slash taxonomy package as fully entered into force, but has not yet communicated a particular deadline. With regard to SFDR, the requirement of detailed reporting on funds activity, which has not yet entered into force, should discourage greenwashing, given that managers will be directly accountable to investors in this respect. And what is your outlook, Antoine, for 2022 and the trends um, on the French market? I am optimistic that 2022 should be a continuation of 2021, i.e. rich in terms of fundraising, fund structuring. As we have seen, the economic recovery will require massive investments in the real economy. And the focus on ESG will certainly keep on. So investments in the development of green economy should also intensify. In addition, I will point out two trends that will continue to support the French market. First is the creation of specialized thematic funds. For example, we are working on spatial or quantum physics technology focused funds. And the second trend is retailization of alternative funds distributed to investors via new channels. The most interesting example is the repackaging of funds in the form of unit-linked life insurance products. This is a huge development for us. Thank you, Antoine. I really appreciate you sharing all these insights with us. For me, there are three key takeaways. The first is that there was a strong fundraising environment in 2021, which we will continue into 2022. Secondly, there are opportunities to invest in technology, e-commerce, the digital sector, real estate, renewables, and healthcare. And thirdly, we've structured the biggest hydrogen fund in 2021, and we're looking to develop similar complex fund structures going forward. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy and stay safe. Mm -hmm.